Hey Stephen, how's it going? Good, thanks. I was just finishing a throat sweet. Oh yeah, have you been ill? And yep. I, I know you've been ill actually, because you said it on the way here in the car. You're really loud, eh? <laughs> I'm loud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the audience will be able to pick up on that though in Radio Land. Ah, listener. Hiya. Hi Stephen, you're right. So we have a we have a special guest. This is the reason why my voice sounds a bit well in here in this room. It sounds a bit cavernous. But um, maybe at home it'll just sound like normal. Who's your special guest? Well, it's... Uh, oh, we haven't asked him how he'd like to be described. It's Phil Jupiter's. Hey, how you doing? I'm okay, you alright? Hey, I'm very well indeed. It's very nice to be here. And This is one of the... Uh, I've recorded podcasts in studios and in people's front rooms. You started boasting already. And in people's back rooms. <laughs> but this is the first time I've ever recorded in a library office brewery nook. <laughs> there's bre- there's brewing equipment, an extensive library of excellent books. Yeah. And a, a record shop. You know it's the books. Uh, you know, hey, there's a, there's a big old stack of books over in the corner. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a chance to check all of the spines, but I should definitely be uh, thumbing through, looking for a, a well-leafed volume later on. So, yeah, no, it's very nice to be here. I mean, because it's a very tempting room for someone that's doing Dry January. Yeah, oh, you're doing. Tw- so what you're doing? There's a there's a bar over there. The, and and right by your. And right hands. by me. I mean, I'm leaning. I'm leaning on Talisker. <laughs> <laughs> and how many can say that? <coughs> so we um, you want to play a record? Oh, Happy Christmas, everyone. What else? No, it's past Christmas now, isn't it? It's way past. Oh, is it Happy? Is Hulk this your first one of the New Year? It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy New Year, yeah, I happy believe. New Year. Is that's the, the appellation. Um. Yeah, okay. What episode is this? I've no idea. I think I've written 25, but I don't think it can be 25. I thought I it was around that, 24 or 25. Okay. Well, let's just say it's episode one from 2019. Okay. Hey, I got a message over Christmas from Who's somebody from? complaining that we hadn't done one over oh, the that's period. Nice. Who was yeah. it? It was from a list. Was it your wife who wanted you out of the house? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's from Mike, the guy who sent us booze. All right, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully he'll listen to this. My brother got in touch and he said he loved the DJ Bad Boy from Fife. That's the one he preferred. No, it was terrible. Well, I like that one. Yeah. Press play, come on. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, I have to turn that down.
C'est pas seulement à Paris que le crime fleurit Nous au village aussi l'on a de beaux assassinats Nous au village aussi l'on a de beaux assassinats Il avait la tête chenue et le cœur ingénu Il eut un retour de printemps pour une de vingt ans Il eut un retour de printemps Pour une de vingt ans Mais la chair fraîche, la tendre chair Mon vieux, ça coûte cher Au bout de cinq à six baisers Sonore fut épuisé Au bout de cinq à six baisers Sonore fut épuisé quand sa menotte elle a tendu, triste il a répondu Qu'il était pauvre comme Job, elle a remis sa robe Qu'il était pauvre comme Job, elle a remis sa robe Elle alla quérir son coquin, qui avait la pas du gain Son revenu chez le grigou Faire un bien mauvais coup Sont revenus chez le Grigou Faire un bien mauvais coup Et pendant qu'il le lui tenait Elle l'assassinait On dit que quand il expira La langue elle lui montra On dit que quand il expira La langue elle lui montra Mirent tout sans dessus dessous, trouvèrent pas un sou, mais des lettres de créancier, mais des saisies d'huissier, mais des lettres de créancier, mais des saisies d'huissier. 
Alors prise d'un vrai remords, elle eut chagrin du mort. Et sur lui tombant à genoux, elle dit pardonne-nous. Et sur lui tombant à genoux, elle dit pardonne-nous. Quand les gendarmes sont arrivés, en pleurs ils l'ont trouvé. C'est une larme au fond des yeux qui lui valut les cieux. C'est une larme au fond des yeux qui lui valut les cieux. Et le matin qu'on la pendit, elle fut en paradis. Certains des veaux depuis ce temps sont un peu mécontents. Certains des veaux depuis ce temps sont un peu mécontents. C'est pas seulement à Paris que le crime fleurit. Nous au village aussi l'on a de beaux assassinats. Nous au village aussi l'on a de beaux assassinats. Yeah, yeah, no. I um, I found him by accident. I was um, no, it's just what when I was on Six Music, I was playing uh, some Jake Thackeray, big Jake Thackeray fan from my youth. Uh, we shame, youth up here, shame, shame the way that he turned out, really. Um, Who'd Thackeray? What happened to him? Uh, alcoholic, got incredibly right wing. Oh dear, became a little bit, you know. Uh, anywho. Sorry, that was a bit loud. Anyway, um, I, so I was playing some Thackeray, and uh, a guy went, uh, of course, you know he knocked it all off of George Brasson, don't you? And I went, what? And this guy emailed the show, and he said that basically Jake Thackeray took that notion of that dour style of singing and that kind of arrangement, which was just, it was him on the guitar and a double bass, a guy playing the double bass. Uh and uh and did kind of his version of it uh, but and and also some of the same songs that Brasson did as well so um but did it in wherever it was that he came from i believe it was yorkshire mm-hmm. you know and, and harrogate and places like that but no one had heard of george Brasson in harrogate and so he sort of got away with it and then he ended up on things like that was the week that was and the frost report in the 60s and he used to in the very early days of that's life he used to be the musical guest i mean a brilliant thackeray and a great lyricist and wrote some beautiful songs um but when i heard brasson i kind of got lost in a bit of a georges brasson rabbit hole and he's fantastic there's a really brilliant bit of youtube footage if you can be bothered to look it's a live french tv thing of him doing a song called uh uh au copain de beau yeah of course and he does a version of that and it is more punk than anything I saw the Pistols do. He's in a suit with a narrow black tie and he's holding the guitar with no strap, playing it and playing this song. And at the end, he's kind of holding it like a club and just nodding at the crowd in a really... And they're going mental, this crowd, for him. And he just doesn't... He looks very impassionate about it all. And I was just, just very taken with this dude. I've been trying to find a decent... 
English version of his biography, and I can't anywhere. There's not a lot of info about him on Wikipedia, but he's huge in France, massive, and I'd love to know more about him. That song was L'Assassinat de the Murderer. And just as a bit of a treat for the listeners, I managed to look up the English lyrics of the last verse. It's not only in Paris that crime flourishes. Here in the country, we too have some nice murders. Here in the country, we too have some nice murders. So, yeah, love him. When I first moved to Edinburgh, I, uh, I asked at the library if they could get any brass horn books in, because that same as you, I wanted to know a wee bit more about him. And they said, yeah, we can get one in. And they brought it through, and, they, and um, like a week later, and they presented it to me and I was like oh I can't believe it it looks amazing and I said it's in French and I bluffed it I said oh I can read French I said can you I said yeah I can read French yeah of course but of course Brassard his language it's not French it's it's crazy it's uh, <laughs> it's it's so deep and rich you know that it's way beyond my schoolboy uh, French I mean if you'd been asking where the cat was the whole time it would have been fine you know <laughs> so I took it home yeah. And I kept it for like two or three weeks because, you know, I didn't want to look like an idiot. And I brought it back. So, But I, I still know very little else about him. But I got into him, George Brassard, through Jacques Brel because I, yeah. I, I had a, a, a Dutch friend who's really into Jacques Brel. And she, she, um, she got me into Jacques Brel in my early teens. And then from that, I started exploring more French music, even though Brel was Belgian, actually. Yeah. Of course, of course. And then, so Leo Frey, and then Serge Gainsbourg. Yeah, yeah. And, and through Braille, I got into Scott Walker because there was that, you know, Scott Walker sings. Well, there was that. I mean, it's uh, uh, we are of an age now. I imagine that the, the three of us are the kind of blokes who, after drinking too much, we used to get in um, in the old days. When we were kids, we used to get home after drinking too much down the pub and listen to Monty Python albums. And now, you know, we're in our 40s and 50s. We get home and we watch uh, Top of the Pops from 1986 on BBC <laughs> Four and then whatever weird music documentaries on right <laughs> after it. And I saw, under those circumstances, half cut, I watched the, um, there was a BBC Four documentary about chanson presented by oh, Petula yeah, Clark. I've seen that, yeah, that it's was amazing. Yeah. absolutely great. And and again, there was a little bit of George Brassel in that as right. well, you know. Uh, Did you ever see that poster? I mean, I, I bought myself a copy when I was at the Brel Museum, where it's Leo Frey with George Brassel and Jacques Brel all sitting around a, a radio broadcast table. No. Oh, so it's a, it's oh, a great man. picture. I mean, if you if you Google it now, it'll just come up. Yeah, and it's yeah. the three of them sitting there looking really cool, you know. <laughs> and you wonder what was going on between the three of them, you know, yeah, between yeah. the sort yeah. of... Uh, but that's great. I mean, I have to say, we've played Brassard a few times before. So it was great having you play it again. I played Big Joe Williams' nine-string guitar. What did you play, Stephen? Mm. I played Lolita Dance. That's amazing, that Can't. cut. And what, tell us, what can you tell us about? Nothing, apart from that it's French. <laughs> this is my contribution to the French tunes. I don't have any of the torch singers or any of that kind of stuff, but I've got lots of post-punk. Yeah. There's, uh, um, but I don't know anything about this. Because it's got their address. I right? unfortunately arrived uh, uh, brandishing CDs, which we don't have the facilities to play here uh, on the cast, and rightly so. I think that some format <laughs> should be excluded. Um, but I did have a copy um, back in my bag of the recent Ace Records um, um, Paris in the Spring mm. uh, that Pete Wiggs and Bob Stanley, Bob Stanley put together. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So um, and. What I wanted to do was just randomly pick a track from it and see what. So I've been play, I'm listening to and playing an awful lot of French pop lately. That's one of the great things about Spotify. Mm. Um, much as though it's, uh, you know, uh, there's a debate to be had about its validity as a platform. But uh, for the curious amongst you, 
Uh, and if you just literally put in French 60s pop, mm-hmm. I'm about 30 people have put playlists up on Spotify that you can listen to other people's selections yeah. of that sort of music and you can find some some cracking stuff. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, and it's it's just diving around that world, you know. The, the, the thing, that, that French 60s thing, there was that incredible, like there's the... There's a whole group of uh, artists who have a kind of there's a kind of shouty da 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 with and really fast like really it's really punkish though. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know where it came from. I don't. I don't know well, enough about that. Of course. Well, a lot of that I think came from uh, the sort of Antigua and things like that. It got into the jazz and the rhythm of the of the sort of pre bebop jazz that was going on in early France that carried so on into people like Django and things like that. Although of course he had heard people like um, Duke Ellington and things. And I reckon that a lot of the rhythm that uh, Jacques Brel sang and the, the speed in, in the, uh, his lyrics, which is something I absolutely adore, came from the... Yeah. Came from the... From there's there. there's, a, there's um, a Gansborg track that, I mean, he produced with a, with a woman singer. And it's, it's called something like the comic strip or something. And it is basically the woman shouting out sound effect words in French mm-hmm. Paf, boom flack wah and it's basically like uh, a copy of a French copy of the Asterix is that Ford Mustang that track it's, what is it Ford Mustang I oh, think maybe it one. is yeah 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 but Ford it's, Mustang it's, yeah. it's like uh, yeah, yeah. it's like an Asterix book shouting at you it's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> right what's uh, what we got next Stephen uh, Martha Starr of Thelma it's Too Bad Baby from Detroit I think it's 1967 Maybe 
This is Janice Whiffen. A&M's first artist and co-founder has done it again. Ever the musical explorer, Herb Alpert, emerges again as an innovator. This time out he's solo, but still keeps great musical company. The identifiable Alpert trumpet sound is currently all over the dial and will undoubtedly continue to support Herb's musical statements. Herb Alpert. Yes, the rhythm, the rebel. Without a pause, I'm lowering my level. The hard rama, where you never been, I'm in. You want styling? You know it's time again. D, the enemy telling you to hear it. They praise the music, it's time they play the lyrics. Some say no to the album, the show, but much the sound. 
I made a year ago I guess you know, you guess I'm just a radical Not on sabbatical, yes to make it critical The only part of your body should be part in two Pass the power on the hour from the rebel of you Hey yo Chuck man, I don't understand this man Yo, you got to slow down man, you losing us Radio, suckers never play me On the mix they just okay me now, knowing they grown When they clock in my zone, it's no stinking and taking Everything that the brother owns My calling card, recording and audit Supporter of Chessamart, loud and proud Kicking live, next poet supreme Loop for truth, bazooka, the scheme Flavor, a rebel in his own mind Supporter of my rhyme, designed to scatter a line Of suckers who claim I do crime They are my time, dig it Hey yo Chuck, I think we take it short Sean, this is called Medina, man, come on, kick it Terminator X R My calling card, recording and audit Supporter of Chessamart, loud and proud Kicking live, next poet supreme Loop but true, bazooka, the scheme Flavor, a rebel in his own mind Supporter of my rhyme, designed to scatter a line Of suckers who claim I do crime They are my time, dig it Hey yo Chuck, they think we take it short Sean, this is Cole Medina, man, come on, kick it Terminator X That's the evolution, uh, <coughs> there we are Yeah, Evolution Control Committee And um, from the Whipped Cream Mixes EP That is uh, their version of um, Rebel Without a Pause So, where's that from? Hang on, I can't hear me Hang on, I've got Stephen to turn it on Oh no There we are That's it We're back now So where's I mean, that from? Because, uh, no, he's turned it off again <laughs> what is it? Is that it? That goes to on, I think. Is oh, it the other one? one? Am I there? There oh, he yeah, is. There Whoa. How exciting! So, so what's that? Because we, I thought it was a an advert from an old. It started out, yeah. It was basically it's an original. It's an old marketing uh, recording of a woman talking about her pal, but's new single. Right. Okay. Uh, that someone has just basically put uh, the vocal track from Rebel Without a Pause by Public Enemy over. Okay. So this is just like very a, nicely. Is this a private pressing? Or yeah, is this no, like... it's just a mashup that um I um I found a, a a few years back in a shop, and then I found another one, so I now have two copies of this. Uh, because I've nearly worn the other one out, so that's the new one. That you I've can play them back to back. That I would really confuse do. people. But what's on the other side is even better. It's another Herb Albert track with them them doing By the Time I Get to Arizona, which is a great public enemy track. Um, but I've always really enjoyed um, that sort of putting vocal tracks over other songs. It just amuses, I suppose it's the comedian in me, really. The first person I ever physically saw doing that live was Norman Cook and that would have been 1986 or 7 when I saw him playing uh, Girlfriend in a Coma by the Smiths over Drop the Bomb by Trouble Funk oh. and it sat absolutely perfectly and it was just hearing the Smiths with, a, with that go-go Chicago go-go beat underneath mm. and it was just if you think about the first time you hear someone play two records together that fit perfectly mm. like that and, and bear in mind that the only time I'd ever heard anything that I thought was vaguely that clever was one song to the tune of another on I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. <laughs> so when you when someone's doing it live in a club and you're not expecting it. I mean, Norman was the first person I ever heard or indeed saw doing that. The physicality of it mm. stunned me because he just had two records on at the same time and you're like, just what the fuck are you doing, Do you, man? I, it beggared belief. I, I think um, I think he's really incredible. I I, I think that um, at the moment he probably doesn't get the credit he deserves for what he did to dance music in in in, in the UK, and I, like the, he was incredibly influential, and he did so many amazing like 
um, things under different names. Mm. On little well, I've labels got and... I've got um, um, uh, DJ Mega Mix was the, one of the first things he ever did. Finest ingredients. That that was there was sort of a lot of stuff came out before Mars and uh, before the Eric B and Rakim mix. Mm. Who did that? Who did that one? The, that paid in full mix. That big one. That the might have been one, Mars. Seven actually. minute yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of those British remixes were doing stuff, but Norman was just ahead of that. And he was just—he was—I uh, remember at the time he was doing it. He was just in—he uh, was living in, I think, Newlands Avenue in Hull, with the rest of the House Martins. Around mm-hmm. about the time they were making the second album, and um, he's a mate of Heat. Did they all live together? They, was, they lived. They all lived in Hull. They all sort mm-hmm. of had flats and things in Hull at the time, and he was up there. And uh, he just had this in his bedroom. He just had two record decks and was just sat up there all the time, just just mixing these records up. And I um, and again, I like collage artists. I like you know Kurt Schwitters, you know, and I like Palozzi, you know, and Richard Hamilton. And I like collage in music as well, mm. which you know we're going to be talking about Yorkie's new album later. And I think there's elements of collage in Yorkie's album later. But on the poster, is he? Well, well, what's the story you were saying about DJ Bumrush? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say it on the show. Uh, yeah, see, when, so that tune reminded me that um, when I was in school, I really wanted a nickname. And um, that song made me like write some options of nicknames. Um, anyway, the one that I settled on was the Rebel Scrum Bum. And so... Um, I had a little RSB tag that I used to tag all the desks with. My job what was, your, was your nickname at school, James? But I never told anybody, so it wasn't a nickname. <laughs> I had a terrible nickname at school. Uh, I was my nickname was Commie. Just because you had red hair. Because I had red hair. Commie. Commie. Yeah. It's not. not it, was a, the, it was the eighties. It's a good time for it. Oh, it could have been worse. It could have been, <laughs> <lot worse. laughs> been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. Well, what was yours? Fatso. Fatso. That's what you get. It's it? an easy... It's an easy... It's a, an easy route one. Yeah, I was yeah, at yeah. boys' boarding school. Yeah, yeah. Imagination's at a premium. Well, <laughs> well, my real sur- surname is right. W-I-G-H-T. Yeah, yeah. So we've got all the wrong and the left and all that sort of stuff as well. Well, my original surname was Swan before I took Jupiter's. So, right. Because Jupiter's is my stepdad's name. So it's Swanny. I remember there was a history teacher that thought he was hilarious. He used to sing way down upon the Swanee River every time I walked into the class. It's funny if they repeat it off, like more. But like more. every lesson. Yeah, yeah. That makes it funnier. Every week. Yeah. He just thought he was hilarious. One of my He's brothers. Sick. Sorry, one of my brothers got uh, almost got suspended. They tried to suspend him because uh, um, the teacher had said to him, oh, You got it wrong this time, Dominic. You're not right this time. And Dominic said, Hey, you're not so smart yourself, Mr. Smart. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he didn't get suspended for well, that. Well, uh, my mother got called in. And my mother looked at, him, at the teacher and said, well, what do you expect? You're the teacher and you're teaching him to ridicule people's names. And then he's he's learnt from you and ridiculed yeah, your yeah. name. You've got to give that to the kid. If oh, you're yeah, a smart absolutely. teacher, you've got to actually... And if you're a teacher and your name's Mr. Smart. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. 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 Still, it's no DJ Bumrum. No, it's not easy. Is it Bum Rum? Bum Rush, I think. Rebel, bum Rush? Rebel Scrum Bum. Rebel Scrum Bum. Yeah. Right, okay. Do not Google the phrase Rebel Scrum Bum because I just think, I bet it's a Dutch site, whatever it is. So, and then before then, I played Lucy Ayenga with uh, Yaka Mama, and she's from the Belgian Congo. Beautiful. 
It's amazing. She's got an incredible, incredible voice. And um, sorry, go on. No, right. So I, I said to, I, I, Martha Starr was in the van, uh, did something with the Vandellas. Yeah. That wasn't right. All right. Martha and the Vandellas, their first thing came out on Thelma records. Oh, before on they that put, label. Yeah, before they put something out on Motown. Yeah. It came out on this label. So that's, and it's not 67, this is 64. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely it didn't fantastic. sound like a 1967 yeah. record. I mean, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I came here for. This is what I came here for. <laughs> this is the best part. Do you want of the another trip. record? Yeah, please sing it. Okay, this is Dan Satch. The woman pinned down.
there we are Nightingale's there uh, with Vic Goddard uh, commercial um, is it commercial suicide isn't it yeah uh, commercial Suicide Man, that's the one. That's the first time we've been able to play that. It's the first time I've had this single uh, near a record player. Uh, they are... Uh, um, there's a photograph, if you can find it, if you go on the Nightingale's Twitter. Um, Twitter. It's got yeah, two T's in the middle. Whatever. And if you go on to that, and there's a photo that Fliss Kitson took of Robert Lloyd and Vic Gonard, and it looks like... Um, like a Dutch master's photo right. of these two old blokes that were around at the beginning of punk that are now in their 60s. Just in a studio, Robert's got like a jumper on and a smart shirt and, and uh, Vic's there with him. And it's one of the most amazing photos of these two just grizzled old guys that survived punk just there that making records still because they don't know how to do anything else. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. What did you do? Uh, I went swimming with the kids. No, what, um, what song did you play? Oh, sorry. Uh, nice and Easy by Susan Cadogan. And Where did you go swimming? In Outside, the, in the in sea? In the North Sea, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. King's Barnes Beach. I've still never done that. It's a lot of fun, though. It's, James um, complaining to James's me. testicles will be dropping shortly after his forthcoming <laughs> UK tour. No, it's... I mean, um, it's really cool to dry suit. Oh, yeah. my God. No, you just wear a dry suit and, and enough stuff underneath it so you keep warm. He's got two nubbins on his forehead. Look at him. <laughs> just <laughs> his balls. Do you wear a dry suit? Were you wearing a dry suit? I was wearing a dry suit, which is why I'm not wet now. Ah. No tiles in my house. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wet. Um, what did I play? It was um, Susan Canogan, but nice and easy. Or Susan uh, Cadogan. Susan. Well, why would it be Cadogan? <laughs> I don't know. Like Toboggan. <laughs> and anyway, Lee Perry produced that record. And um, yeah, so it's a great record. A great version of Fever on it as Lee well. Lee Perry? Yeah. <laughs> um, Phil said, you mean Cadogan to me? I didn't say you mean. I just pronounced it how I pronounced it. I wasn't correcting you. I was just I, I saying said, how I say it. I said I thought it was Cadogan. Is that the wrong way to Cadogan, pronounce it? Cadogan, I thought it was Cadogan. And then Stephen said, oh, actually, that's the wrong way to pronounce pronounce. No, no, it was because you said pronunciation. Right, and what what should it be? Pronunciation. <laughs> the wrong You're listening to Angry Twats with Beards <laughs> on the internet. The wrong sort moves to Fife. <laughs> I'm going to play it. Harangue me. <laughs> That's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> I'm going to play a Brazilian record, that I, and I've, I've forgotten what it is because I've put the wee thing over it. All right. Well done. It's one of the ones that plays at 33, though. <laughs>
cinco da tarde E o medo me invade se eu ficar aqui E antes que o galo cante Que o sol levante Eu tenho que seguir
Unstoppable Lancaster two piece, the lovely eggs there, and uh, Big C two piece, uh, two piece, yeah, husband and wife punk duo. That's what you want from your bands. That's what you want right there. So um, Holly and David, uh, uh, and uh, what I love about them, um, James, is that they can only go on tour during the school holidays because oh, yeah. of their little boy Arlo. So how do they do it live? Oh, um, it's, it's uh, David's a drummer and Holly plays guitar and sings. And so, um, so there's no bass or anything. No, like no. Nope. But the bass, such as it is, uh, I presume there's some sort of choral modal pedal that gives some bottom end to right, what okay. it is that's yeah, being yeah. played. You know. Um, but yeah, she just, uh, it's, they're fantastic. The dynamics are brilliant. It's it's when you I toured with them last February on the first leg of the um, This Is Eggland tour that they did last year uh, for the album, which was it was in. Uh, a lot of the top ten lists of the year there. Uh, they well done the lovely eggs. It was a good year for them, and also well done on the lovely eggs for helping to um, uh, save the Lancaster musicians co-op, uh, which they've uh, was that the co-op they used? They've been involved with yet. Yeah, that was oh. where they used to rehearse, and also a uh, brilliant uh, band, Mr. Ben and the Benz, used to rehearse uh, there as well. In fact, bands are still rehearsing there because they did manage to save it uh, from uh, beneath the developer's yoke. So, uh, well done, the lovely eggs, on saving a brilliant artistic uh, facility in Lancaster. Hurrah! So, yeah, I toured with them and and Mr. Ben and the Benz, who are a great young band, who've, who've got this kind of... They sound... They've got an almost kind of high-life African sound to them. Yeah, yeah. A bit orange-juicy, a little bit hither and thither. That's kind of come into... Uh pop music quite a lot now yeah 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 kind of high uh, melodic lots of um, nice um, uh, ornate guitar work yeah, coming yeah. back in quite yeah. a Zimbabwean sound yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Rosie Plain uses it quite a lot in her yeah. in her work yeah yeah oh, right. she's amazing in fact we should have played one of her tracks yeah today because she's just uh she just announced a new record. Yeah, she has. I think she's she signed a new label, didn't she? Yeah, yeah she's on. Um, I can't remember, but she sent me a copy of her record. Uh, she's not announced a new record. Oh, has she not? Oh. I don't think so. No, I think she has. Has, has Rosie Plain got a new she record? Released a new, she she she. <laughs> I'm fairly sure that uh, Johnny Pictures Trail tweeted something today that suggested that her new track had been released. So I think she'd be okay with me saying that Would I've heard that, that I've heard news? the album, and I think it's amazing. It's right. No one listens to this anyway. No, that's true. Except my brother John. Hello, John. Hi, John. How you doing? I'm good. Um, so, because um, I, I, you let me listen to your album. When are we talking about your album? Oh, we'll do it on the next podcast. Oh, on the next podcast. I'm quite looking forward to that. Okay, well, let's, next let's, week, kids, tune in. Let's let's do it now. Hang on. Let's. Um, what should we do? I've got one more song here. Then. I, I, got another hang song. On, to hang play? on. We've got to say what we played first. I played Annie Briggs. With, oh yeah, uh, you did. Yeah, man, that was beautiful. Anne Briggs recruited Collier. Yeah. Anne Briggs, English folk singer, who was kind of um, taken under the wing of A.L. Lloyd. Yeah. And uh, that song was, uh, it's kind of a, not faux trad, but it's from an old poem that he kind of put together into just kind of a song. Yeah. And we do it with Thong Khan. But it was after hearing her, I got a, a CD of hers out from the Edinburgh Music Library when I first moved to Edinburgh. And, um, and I just thought, oh my God, listen to that voice. I got it because she was Bonnie on the cover, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it was just absolutely beautiful, and it was the first English folk music that I'd got into. Yeah. Because before then, I was really into Irish stuff, yeah. and a little bit of Scottish stuff. But really, and I always thought totally wrong that the English stuff was very kind of Elizabethan and kind of stagey, which lutes. of course, yeah, lutes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which of course is complete crap. But that's what I, that in my lack of knowledge, that's what I thought at the time. So when I first heard Annie Briggs, and that's one of the reasons. 
I became a singer really because I just thought imagine if I could sing like that which I can't because who can yeah but that was yeah. one of the things she's absolutely astonishing I, I I love her music to bits and I'll tell you just quickly before we go off the subject she uh, I was never in touch with her but then I tried to get a message through to her through mutual friends and then she emailed me on my 40th birthday and uh, <laughs> I was sitting in a I was sitting in a restaurant in Islington and everyone yeah. had just sang happy birthday and then my phone went ping I looked at it and it was a message from Annie Briggs oh my god bless her have you met her yet? No, because I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I don't want to be a stalkery kind of crazy. No, guy. you were. You were sitting outside her house last week for yeah, but like she didn't four come days. Out. She, she was throwing darts at me. <laughs> <laughs> get out! Of, get off it, Yorkson! <laughs> Mate, um, you're on tour in the spring. Go and make, go and have a cup of tea with Annie Briggs. Yeah. Report well, back on this podcast. If if the next load of funding comes through for Creative Scotland, I am going to ask her to come and play again, because I've asked every year. Keep asking, uh, never stop asking. Does she like beer? We could get her to come here. Okay, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, maybe that's what I'll suggest. I'll say, say if she maybe wants to be guest be number thing. three. Yeah. Would you like, and she'd say, well, who have you had? And we'd say, well, we've had Malcolm Mooney, I mean, Malcolm Middleton. We've had Phil Jupiter's and now Annie Briggs. It's like the three... Three prongs that's, of that's, uh, that's a nice, that's a nice three attack. Yeah. Hey, um, and right, so I played that. What did you play? Rosie playing um, his new album's called What a Boost, and ah. symmetrical is airing today on the fader. Can so I it just was say right. it was okay? For it's, you a, to say it. it's a beautiful record. Tell us about that Brazilian thing that you played. Today. Oh, that was uh, Tony and some Colorido, and it was called O Carona, and it, it played at thirty three. All the Brazilian 45s do that. Play it 33? Well, yeah, a lot of them do. It's quite confusing because you, you play it and then... Well, I imagine so, wrong. yeah. yeah. And, um, and I hope quite often have to wait them down because the decks don't like small things going at 33. Ah. Which is why I couldn't see what it was. Okay. Um, did so, I ever tell you about when I did a whiskey tasting at the Early Music Festival? I'm going to ask Leicester. you something else first. And then we're going to play the final song because we're coming to the end of the podcast. Here's the something else first and then you can tell the story. <laughs> this is about you as well though so don't worry right, okay. your last record Triassic Tusk uh, uh, Screamers Bangers and Cosmic Synths Volume 2 yeah you had misprinted the labels yeah so right. you wrote 45 on it no I wrote the, I, I had them pressed at 45 so they were because um, it was 12s at 45 so it would be a better sound quality yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, the label said 33 alright okay oh well that wasn't that Which good a story let's see how's your other just story just a John Peel gag um the no, the air. I, I did a whiskey tasting. I used to do whiskey tastings for a living, and um, I did a whiskey tasting at an early music festival in Leicester. And I started to do the tasting when there was a guy playing a lute beside me. It was like something out of Blackadder, you know, the one where the guy did the lute. Why, why, why would they? Why would a, they do that? Why would they have a lutist? Why would they have a little punter talking about whiskey it was oh oh at early music festival it might not have been a loot it was a thing I thought it was a loot was it hurdy gurdy I don't know it was like something that was like you know it was kind of uh, 12th century medieval music did it make um, like a <laughs> noise or a twangy noise no it was it was like <laughs> and me going oh, he was he uh, twisting a handle or was he plucking it with his fingers was it a, was it a man or it was a it was a really beardy guy. Right, okay. And um was he was behind me. So actually so I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he was playing a I thought it was a round thing with strings. No? Is that not a loop? Well I wasn't there, man. A zither. 
I think it was a zither, but I wasn't there again. I still wasn't there. Um, I'm going to play. I, either way, I, I, I'd taste whiskey. I'm going to play Amor off the Sinking into a Miracle album. And this is a, it's a new album. So it came out in December. And uh, it's Richard Young's. And wait a minute, I'll tell you who else is on it. Michael Dutch, or Duch, Luke Fowler, Richard Young's, and Paul Thompson, who was in uh, Franz Ferdinand. No. Um, and it's. Uh, yeah, on night school records. Local Was there not a Paul label. Thompson in The Cure as well? Is it? It's not the same guy, is it? Uh, no. no. Okay. No, it's not. So this is the last song from this podcast. Um, and we are we going to speak afterwards? No. We can sp- we can speak to say bye. We can say goodbye. Well, let's say goodbye now and then play out on this top tune. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. It might not be. We haven't listened to this one yet. We don't know if it's any good. Have you heard it? Yeah. I liked it. Okay. Oh, hello. He's promising a lot. Um, I think we should say goodbye now just in case Let's we fall that. out um, Phil thanks for coming hey no thanks uh, for coming you'll come back again blast. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah love to love to uh, uh, a refreshment from the usual uh, key that we play <laughs> yeah it just uh, erased the professionals yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, right, uh, not that much though okay thanks folks we'll see you next time and uh, all the best and uh, God bless bye <laughs>